Hot Takes or Toast, brought to you by Jerry Seiner Cadillac. Check out the bold new lineup at Jerry Seiner Cadillac. It's definitely not your grandpa's Cadillac. Question of the day. Woo! Lakers won. Everybody now a Memphis fan on Friday night? Nope, Ryan says. I'm still a Jazz fan. Just hoping they get slash stay healthy. If so, I'm confident they'll beat whoever they need to. I don't know how much it matters at this point, uh, but I was wondering how many Jazz fans were pulling for the Lakers Thursday night as they're down by 13 in the first half at halftime. Steph Curry obviously hitting that dramatic shot right at the buzzer. Again, another buzzer beater just like LeBron to win the ball game at that point. And then the Warriors couldn't couldn't score, then couldn't get off a shot. Why in the world was Steve Kerr running down calling a timeout with two seconds to go? I don't know. I, I mean, I get if, you're, you. if your timeout at five seconds and you had to run down, but once they got down, turn around and go back. He went so far, I guess he just felt committed. He wanted it at seven or six or and five that's fine. or whatever. So, yeah, I don't know. At that point, he was just all in on getting it, I guess. But it was too know. late. I agree. It was too late. He played and right the way into the, the play worked, they were about to get, It looked to me like they were about to get an open corner three, which they could have easily missed. But nonetheless, they were about to get an open corner three. And the Lakers are fully committed to double-teaming staff, and good luck to the rest of you. How come Kerr doesn't get the knock that Phil Jackson always got? Isn't it the same thing? Showed up just in time to win. Yeah. <laughs> Gravy training, Hall of Famers. Yeah, I guess it probably wasn't as obvious how good the Warriors were. Yeah, as opposed to that. Shaq. Like, uh, he'd, Shaq had already been to a final. And what? what yeah, you, but that's that, that's the second time around. I mean, he even got it for the first time. Yeah. With the Bulls, not just the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah, well, the Lake. I think the the Bulls does seem like a little better because there was a lot of anti Jordans just not going to get this done, which seems crazy in retrospect. But at the time, it's like he's a scorer, but he can't win the big one. Yeah, I thought that was. I I get the original intent of the timeout, but as the clock was dwindling, what's the point? You're just playing in the Lakers' hands. Yep. It's going to be awfully tough just to get a shot, let alone a good shot, and let alone have it go in. And yet, he crossed half court and called timeout. I would have teed him up. <laughs> Coach's box, man. <laughs> Get back over there. Yeah. That's Vogel. If I'm Jason Kidd, I would have gotten his face. Lionel Hollins. Dixie College's Lionel Hollins. They still calling him Dixie down there? What they changing? Still doing? Dixie State for the time being. Yeah, so it wasn't Dixie State at the time. Lionel played his junior college ball at Dixie State, did he not? What was then Dixie Junior Dixie College? Dixie College, yeah. yeah. Then he went on to that powerhouse known as Arizona State. Played, uh, he was with Portland as a player, wasn't he? Pretty good player. Uh, he's on that bench uh, for the uh, Lakers, I think. So, yeah, the Warriors sort of blew it. But were you rooting? Were you rooting hard for the Lakers? I was watching the game. I mean, honestly, I couldn't care less who wins. I just thought as the game progressed that neither team looked that great. I mean, they've got Hall of Famers, but they both got kind of obvious weaknesses. Now, I guess you can argue that as the game went along, the Lakers played better. Maybe part of that's going to the smaller lineup or a little desperation. I thought LeBron played it really just kind of low-key there in the first half. There was nothing, you know... All of his awesome athleticism, not on display. He was a facilitator. He was passing the ball, and he was staying on the ground. 
Ten assists, yeah. Yeah. Second half, there was a little more. You know, there's some drives to the hoop where he looked more like LeBron. You know, the subtle elbow to got you off balance, a little bump there to keep you off balance. Uh, but he still played below the rim. But he did enough. Now, maybe he'll be, everything we were talking about yesterday, he'll be healthier and they'll be in a better flow. Maybe they'll be more committed to their smaller lineup. So it'll change. And, and that's what Corey thinks. Corey says, Lakers and Warriors are going to meet in the conference finals. Corey who? Newblum. Let's just say Corey is a long, long time Laker fan. <laughs> who may have lived across the dorm for me. In Flagstaff, Arizona, way back. No, there. what? <laughs> hard, hard, hardcore. We need to meet this guy sometime. Laker fan, purple and gold all the way through. Absolutely, yes. Goes back to Chick in seventeen five oh five in the forum. Oh yes, yes. No, no, no question about that. He. What are the odds on Lakers and Warriors in the Commerce Finals? Zero. Yeah, I'm with you. I was about to give you an over-under, but it, clearly you would have taken the under. <laughs> I was debating 10-5-2. I was going to make it a really tiny number. Yeah, I'm wondering if the Warriors had their shot and how much gas they have left. Maybe they can summon it up. You know, they're going home. Uh, Memphis, to me, Memphis is a drastically different team because you get... Jaron Jackson back, and what did he have? I think he had knee something that would cause him to miss just about the whole season. And he's a nice player. He's still in the developmental stage, but they're a different team now, and I think they're dangerous. And they didn't play that well consistently yesterday either themselves. They didn't have to. They won the ball game. That's all that matters. And I'm sure this is the NBA, you get the big lead, you sort of coast a little bit. The Spurs don't have much. They they look like they need a massive rebuild. Uh, two things the Spurs need: a haircut and a massive rebuild. Uh, so, I think they knew psychologically we don't really need to be balling out a hundred percent to get this win. So, I like their chances against the Warriors because the Warriors they are who they are. You know, they're they're not all of a sudden going to get something dramatic. No, that comes next season when they, when they get Clay back and they can really punish people for double-teaming Curry. They can't really punish people for that now. I mean, they might get a hoop here and there. They're a decent team. Right. Know, so I mean, they're very capable of winning this game. There's no question about that, but I can't guarantee you. I can't feel like, wow, it's like 75% Warriors. Don't road teams have to break through at some point? Home team's going to no, sweep this thing? I don't care. I know you don't care, but... Home teams don't win 100% of the games. No, neither do road teams. Neither does any right. team. <laughs> but road teams are now 0-4. Somebody ought to win no, on the run. That, that means nothing to me. Uh, the, the team that's better is the one that's going to win. Play it wherever you want. Uh, so, and Draymond was 0-5, only had two points, so he has an opportunity to be better than that. Uh, we'll see about how that goes. Uh but I, I feel confident that the Jazz can beat either team. But I don't think that it's going to be a sweep. I don't think they're going to roll uh, in, in that way. But if I'm a Jazz fan, uh, I still felt like, yeah, I would want the Warriors to win. And then I probably would want Memphis to win, although I think it's more of a 50-50 deal to me. Uh, I, I don't know how much it matters which team wins. 
And the good thing, what I would like for is a game like last night, is that the game goes down to the end, the team is extended, physically and emotionally. They have to play big minutes. And then they have to get on a plane and fly to Utah. Particularly if the Warriors win, because their two guys are a little older. The bulk of Memphis's guys are younger, so the older you are shouldn't be a little more taxing. Yeah, but the Jazz, my gosh, they, they absolutely have to win game one because everything's going to be set in their favor. You've been sitting around. Uh, you're fully rested. You're going to be 13,000 plus in your arena. That's the largest of any, and the people are going to be excited about it. They understand you have the best home uh, court right now in terms of attendance. You have the best record. Everything is in your favor. That would be a huge, huge left hand. Not necessarily a fatal, devastating loss, but it would be emotionally, it would be a big old letdown because things are right in your favor with the other team having to play. And what time? That's That's got to be in the evening, right? Uh, 7, 8 o'clock tomorrow night? 7. Yeah, I think they promoted it during the game at 7. 7 okay. Yep. So uh, I assume the, the winning team... Uh, Probably just stays there for the yeah. night and then flies Saturday. Yeah. So that's going to be... And all the stuff about, oh, the one seed's going to have the least prep time. Well, the eight seed's going to have less prep time because they're going to spend time on a plane. But they should. I agree they should. That's the disadvantage. Right. Yes. You should have some so advantage I'm, of I'm having not, the I'm one not seed. wound up at all. Well, right, but you know if they come out sluggish, we're going to hear it. Yeah. But the other team wasn't prepping for you during that downtime. <laughs> it's, it's even, and they're at a slight disadvantage because they had to travel and you didn't. I know, but we hear that every time the the the, the Pac-12 tournament or any tournament when the team doesn't get the buy. If you come out and you're the team that gets the buy and you hammer them, well, you're just better. That team's tired. But if the team that doesn't get the buy comes out and plays well, oh well, they have the advantage of playing and being on the court and the familiar surroundings. I mean, it's a bunch of cliche stuff. They just go to it every time. Blah 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 blah. Just whatever advantage, disadvantage, overcome it. This is the world, and the world doesn't care about your problems. <laughs> Kyle Whittingham. Especially when it comes to sports. 90% of the people don't care about your problems, and the rest are glad you have them. Yeah, I don't know that he made that up, but... Uh, Nobody's beat it into the ground. Uh, and when it comes to sports, uh, you're playing basketball, so who gives a rip? Just find a way to win. That's all that matters. Lakers found a way to win for themselves, and I think that was an important win for the Lakers because now they can get a couple of days to regroup a little bit and refresh and be ready for themselves on Sunday afternoon. That that That's a nice little uh, time off. You know who you're going to play. You have three days off before you play. That, that seventh slot that's a nice situation, especially for the Lakers with LeBron being 36 years old and having the ankle issues, and now he's he's seeing three rims. I mean, that's tough. You're shooting it. You can get, find that. See if you can find that sound. He said that in the walk-off thing. He, he's, he's playing. He saw, I'm literally seeing three rims. Are you literally a drama queen? <laughs> so the Packers GM just said, NFL's got a lot of drama queens. Why limit it to the NFL? Let's go to pro sports. Well, I think 
when he was on the ground there after Draymond Green, freaking Kurt Rambis bounced right up when Cle- Kevin McHale, McHale took his head off and LeBron is down. I thought there was a freaking soccer player. I thought I was at Rio Tinto there for a second. Or the depot down in Carson. Suck. Jeez, get up already. And you got eye drops? I mean, it, you can't be the Jordan flu. You're not going to be Jordan with the drama. I literally saw that. He wants a flu game. (laughs) How many rims did he see, Yuck? Well, the first thing I did when KCP kicked uh, kicked it out, I looked at the shot clock. Um, uh, I saw it was, I had to get it up, uh, at least get up on the rim. Second thing I saw was three rims, uh, you know, from being uh, poked in the eye on that previous possession when I drove to the hole and then transition. So I just aimed for the middle one. Oh, brother. C.J. McCollum watching the game, yeah. tweeting out, actor of the year, laughing, crying emoji, and then later, I'm going to sleep, period. Three rims, three laughing, crying emojis. Three rims. <laughs> What's with the guy? You didn't see three rims. Got to create drama, man. You did not see three rims. I want someone to recreate being poked in the eye and then going out there. How many rims do you see? If, if, if Vogel would have known, if Gary Vitti, who's retired, Gary would have seen, Vitti. would have known that, they would have taken him out. <laughs> Threw that out there for the old uh, guy across the hall in the dorm, didn't you? Gary Vitti going back in the day. <laughs> I don't know who the new trainer is, but he, he, he got a lot of run. He was a cantankerous fellow, too. Gary Vitti was? Uh, at least when I was around him in the 90s. <laughs> Because uh, I mean, they they could afford to be at that point. They were they were late eighties, nineties before Magic stepped aside. I mean, they were they were the toast of the town, obviously. So they didn't need the media. Are you kidding me? They're like BYU used to be. They didn't need the media. Now they need the media, so they've changed it a lot more accommodating. And we're back. <laughs> so uh, I just. When I heard that, I mean, that, that LeBron, he, but I better give him credit. He's an entertainer. You know, not, oh, I got the ball, I had no choice but to shoot, and it went in. Way to go. No, he's got to add in. I was poked in the eye, and I saw three rims, so I shot at the middle one. <laughs> My goodness. If I'm Phoenix, whatever basket they're shooting at, I, I, I try to find some way to have a picture of two other rims. <laughs> That would be great. Yeah. That would be great. In Phoenix, three different people holding up a thing of the rim behind the backboard. Yeah. I'm all in for that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Right. That would be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> three Suns fans, three signs, three rims. All right, let's go to the phones. Randy, good morning. You're on with DJ and PK. What's up, Randy? LeBron was channeling his inner Rocky. Don't you remember Rocky Four? Yes. Drago's kicking his butt. Yes. And Rocky's like, I see three of them out there. And Paulie's like, hit the one in the middle. And then the follow-up coach is like, yeah, hit the one in the middle. Yeah, Twitter was all over that. You're right. It was a Rocky line. Thanks for the call, Randy. I <laughs> know. <laughs> oh, it's so dramatic, you know. Like I, I give him credit though; he's an entertainer. 
He he brings in, he's a phenomenal ball player. No matter what you think of him, you can't argue. The guy's an incredible player. Uh, so he's not necessarily a three-point shooting specialist, but he makes the three. I mean, obviously his game is well-rounded and he can do – he's one of these guys. Joe, we had Joe Ingles on a couple weeks ago. He talked about it. He didn't know if he was going to make the NBA because he, does a lot, he did a lot of things good but didn't necessarily do anything well. Well, with LeBron – he does a lot of things well at a high, high level. So, I mean, he's the ultimate ball player as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so, uh, you know, he's not – we don't view him as a pure three-point shooter, but yet he goes two for th- two for four and hits the game winner. I mean, guy's, guy's incredible. You've got to give it up to him as a ball player. You, I don't see how you can have any criticism. I, I can't think of one thing that I would criticize LeBron on as far as his basketball playing ability. And I'm not going to really criticize him on the other stuff. I mean, it's just having fun with the uh, the drama queen. I mean, I, I think that's who he is, but that that's that's okay. Uh, the other stuff, if you want to criticize him, that's your call. I don't really care what he does there. But can you think of any criticism of him as a basketball player? Well, I mean, I know the stuff we all hear. You know, and, he's not big enough in the big moments, and he's lost too many times in the finals, and he lost to teams he shouldn't have lost to. Now, everybody who loves him will tell you, well, yeah, he lost those finals because he shouldn't have even been there. First one with the Heat would be the exception. And that's the one. Yeah. And that's the difference where I put Jordan ahead of him. Should have never lost that series. Yeah. You're up 2-0 on Dirk Nowitzki and right. a cast of nice players. Right. Jordan's not losing Shouldn't that have series. lost it. Should have closed it. Should have done. That's the, deal. the one. Difference. But I'm comparing him to Jordan. That's my criticism. You're not Jordan. <laughs> I know. Well, that's what's left. He's got four <laughs> titles. I mean, if he gets this one, he pulls up alongside Kobe, and he didn't get to play with Shaq. And he pulls up alongside Magic, and he didn't get to play with Kareem. I mean, Dwayne Wade's a nice player, but AD's a nice player, but they're not Kareem and Shaq. <laughs> So there isn't much to say. I mean, I guess the three-point shooting thing you're going to, he's kind of peaked out at about a 36, 36.5% free throw shooter, maybe 37. Did he get to 37 one year? I'd have to look that up. But I don't think he's gotten better than that. So he's not great at that. That's that's the weakness. But compared to where he was when he came into the league, when he didn't even shoot 30% from three, he's clearly worked at it and gotten a lot yeah, better. That was 18 years ago. Nobody yeah. sh- no, threes weren't an emphasis. He's worked at it and he's gotten a lot better. It wasn't easy for him. And you're right. Easy. The game has changed. Shooting basketballs is not as hard. It wasn't easy some, for, for some people. It's easy to make three pointers. They're good at it. That's a strength. It wasn't a strength of his. And now, if it's not a strength, yeah. at least it's not a. How weakness. many six nine, two hundred seventy pound guys are great three point shooters? Joe Ingles, if he put on some weight. <laughs> What's the point of having that body if you're going to be? Out there shooting nothing but threes. Who wants that? Got to do it all, and he does do it all. He made the game-winning three. He did. <laughs> Dan's on the line. Dan, what do you have? LeBron. I mean, it's, it's got to be a fabrication, right? You get hit in the head. You go to the ground. The way he was acting, I thought he hit his head off the ground, but the replay obviously didn't show that. Yep. And then he's seen three rims. That's a complete sign of concussion. So. Are you seeing three rims and need to be taken out of the game per concussion protocols? Or is it the big fabrication and lie trying to make, you know, it's the Paul Pierce coming out of the wheelchair. Oh, I'm, I'm back. Paul Pierce, that's a good call right there. I like that. Good work. Paul Pierce out of the wheelchair. Ah, it's not so bad. Except you're Paul Pierce. 
<laughs> nothing against Paul Pierce. But he's not LeBron. But yeah, I mean, he's a nice player. Yeah, I, I think he added the drama. He might have had a little blurry vision, but there's no way. We've all way been poked in the eye and had the blurry vision. Three rims. That's just thanks you know. for the call. Three freaking rims. Come on. You watched all the Rocky movies on some long road trip, and that line is just banging around the back of your head. I did. I don't remember any of those Rocky movies, honestly. I just I remember one, and that's it. They all ran together. I, there's no way. What do you say, Rocky three or Rocky four? Rocky there, Four. There is no the way I could have told you. I don't remember that line whatsoever. Did you see that movie? I'm sure I did, but I don't remember. They you all, don't even know the plot line for Rocky Four, do you? I don't know. <laughs> I know. It's the second best Rocky of all of I, them. I, but there's no such thing as the second best Rocky of I all of them. break you. Because I don't, now I remember that, but I can't assign. It's like albums today. I can't tell you. What song is on what album? Because you don't hold the album in your hand and memorize it the way you used to. No. That's how you remembered stuff. Yes. You'd look it over and there was the list. Boom. And, and now I you normally just don't it on your phone. Buy, I don't it's, buy albums. I buy songs. Right. Now, I might buy 10 of the 12 songs. But you're not buying the album. But I can't even remember. Like, I've got 100 plus Kenny Chesney tunes. And my wife will say, play this one and I have to look and I have to go through all of them because I can't assign the song to the album anymore that, like I kid when I was a kid and that's happening more and more my younger brother to, yeah. to this day there's no reason to though it, there's, no, yeah, there's, yeah, there's, there's no, no reason. reason to and so he legitimately he couldn't tell you if there was an album for X number right. of bands I don't know and it frustrates me if by the time she wants a tune the moment of wanting to tune is passed. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Because I can't, I can't remember, and I don't even know. It's not, not that I can't remember, because I've never known, but yet I know dozens and dozens of his tunes, but I can't assign. It's the same thing with those Rockies. You say the plot, but I can't assign. Oh, that was Rocky 2, Rocky 3, blah, blah, blah. To me, there was Rocky. Yeah, there was Rocky. And then the rest. There's Rocky two and he won. Rocky three, I no. don't remember. Rocky four, bring on the Russians. After that, I lost you. No, to me, it's college football overtime. I refuse to acknowledge oh, the second overtime, the third overtime. It's just overtime. That's they're just, when you play four plays. Don't tell me that's an overtime period. That's an insult to the NFL. So there's the regulation, and then there's overtime. There's Rocky, and then there's overtime. They all run together. DJ PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.